Good morning, people. In today's episode, we are going to talk about workplace challenges, how to win at work as a dyslexic, and some of the stories about what I did to, you know, succeed at in, in my jobs. So let's uh, dig straight into it. Okay, guys, let's dig in. One of the things we're getting a lot of questions about on Adult Dyslexia Secrets is around uh, work um, and succeeding in a job when you feel that everyone's against you, um, which may be true or may not be true, uh, depending on who you are and your situation. You know, the challenge of dyslexia is we sometimes imagine things are worse than they are, and that changes our behavior, which then affects the situation even further, um, which can be a real catch. But in a lot of situations, being dyslexic um, in a job can be challenging. I think back to when I was younger and I had a job. Now now that I'm self-employed, it's a bit different. But when I had a job, I, I always knew I was different. I remember working in an investment company as an administrator, which is really not a job for, you know, I found for being dyslexic. It probably it wasn't my skill set. Um, and I always remember we, we went to this boat club. If you imagine a beach with a, a beautiful boat club, little yachts and stuff floating around to do a development day. And they did a personality test to map the whole team and show us where we were on the scale. And I always remember our manager was at the top in this management place. She was the right person for the right job. And then you had the rest of the team who were in this real detail administrative section and then I was somewhere completely different to everyone else on the chart I was just I was out by my, I was an outlier out on the other side and I found that really interesting it was a really powerful thing because I'd never done that before in my life but it showed me that I, I was different basically and I had to uh, start to go hey maybe I shouldn't be in this type of role you know fast forward a couple of years and I'd moved on to an insurance company. I seemed to pick really uh, relatively boring roles <laughs> for a period of my life. I was chasing what I thought was money and what I thought was what I wanted. Uh, seemingly it wasn't, but I, you know, when you're young, you kind of do a bit of everything to learn. But what I learned in, in these, these future roles, and there were two in different insurance companies, one in more of a marketing role, one in more, again, of an administrative role. What I found out is, what I realized was very early on, is that your employer is after results. Especially if you're in a business that has levels of management. If you've got a manager above you, he's got a manager, you know, nine times out of 10, the manager above you is just trying to keep their own job secure. And to keep their job secure, they need to get certain results. It's really as simple as that, cause and effect. You get result, they get results, they get keep their job and hopefully get their own bonuses. So what I kind of clicked on is that, okay, what does what do I need to achieve? What are my what are my targets or what are my KPIs or what are they? What are the results I have to achieve to make sure my boss is happy? And does he really care how I get them, as long as it's legitimate and I'm not lying or faking anything? You know, does he really care? And I, to be honest, I didn't think about this in this sense of um, this clarity back then. I just did it. It just happened. I was in flow. I was, um, I, I, what I basically did is I went, okay, I, I kind of know what they're expecting. 
how can I do it quicker and more um, effectively? How can I be creative? How can I use my uh, inert ability, innate, innate ability to uh, come up with solutions, which is the dyslexic uh, gold mine is coming up with creative solutions to get my job done quicker. And I always remember the first one, which was an admin job. I managed to get my day down to basically being finished work at 10.30 in the morning um, on a nine-hour day. <laughs> I basically managed to get everything done beyond being reactive to a few emails. I, I worked out exactly what I had to do. I was very smart, and I, I used spreadsheets and other things that could automate parts of what I had to do um, and pretty much just kept my job. I was, I was literally finished by 10.30 by doing a few emails. And the boss was happy. Everything was being done. He really didn't care, you know. And I was always the first to say, yeah, I could do that if something else came up that was interesting. Um, and I'd do the creative. I put my hand up for the creative projects that were a bit out of the box. You know, where are we struggling, boss? What can we do? I, I was great at that. So I really looked like a, a winner. So that was really fantastic. Um, and in that role, that was brilliant. The second... Um, the second job I had was in another insurance company and I was an assistant marketing, you know, some weird title. But I was basically helping business development managers, the guys that go out and see advisors. I was helping them to succeed, basically. Now, again, this was a role which was eight hours a day and I managed to do it in two hours and have so much reactive time. It made me look like a complete star because when someone threw up, 10 minute job that they needed done ASAP, I had time to do it because I wasn't really doing anything. Um, I literally back in those days when the internet wasn't quite as big, it felt like I'd finished the internet. I'd gone through every web page that existed. I was getting bored. But, um, you know, and I did so well that they actually talked to me about potentially um, staying on. And I always remember a uh, ex-boss of mine sitting down with me. And, and I don't even think he knew I was dyslexic at the time, but he probably could guess there was something there and he said hey you can go on to do my job you're doing really well you just have to learn how to write better and and, and make sure your your spelling and, and all that was a, a lot better and more grammatically correct but he but he also said I don't think this is the right role for you I don't think you should do this it wouldn't work for you um, so really think about it before you give me an answer and it all transpired that I ended up going into digital marketing and that's a whole nother story but you know, I really respect that guy for actually uh, saying that to me. It was really, really important. Um, you know, I, I really valued his opinion. Um, and I thank him to this day. You know, I haven't, I don't know if I've ever said it to his face, but I really appreciate it. Maybe I'll see him in this podcast. But, you know, I, I managed to actually, the, the thing that I did, which I want to get across in this podcast, is I didn't change who I was. I changed the system around me. And I think this is the real important note in work is you've got to look at it as malleable. In a lot of businesses, you may not think it is, but you can affect the systems around you to better suit you. Just always remember that whatever job you are doing, your bosses just want results. They want efficient, effective results, and that's what they're after. So if you can use your creativity to find those results, um, sometimes you're gonna you're gonna shout that from the roof and get the credit. Other times you're gonna do it behind the scenes and just get the results in less time. Um, but that will be what actually keeps you above the rest. 
that's what others don't do others just do the same thing every hour of every day they don't think outside the box you literally live outside the box as a dyslexic you're not inside you don't live inside those walls so in a job if you can you can do that you're going to do really well and it's why as you move up the roles in a business um, if you can learn some of these these ways of building systems around you um, and breaking out of the familiar because that's the challenge we get if we've been beaten down so long in our lives to be a certain way we sometimes accept familiarity familiarity I'm using big words today um, you know we can we can actually get stuck um, thinking we have to do what everyone's done and like an example of that I, I hate going, this is an odd, an odd example, but I hate going to bed at night with lights on in the room. And for about five months, I've had this battery charger that's next to my bed and it has the most annoying light on it you've ever seen. I literally jam it under my bed, but I can still see this light flashing off the wall. So whenever I open my eyes, I hate it. Yet for some odd reason, I've just accepted that familiarity and hated it. <laughs> Instead of last night, I just clicked and said, why can't I just move the charger into the lounge? Wouldn't that just solve that problem within about 45 seconds? And I did it. And I was like, that is such a simple way to change this system that's in my life because I do need to charge these batteries. Um, but I'd accepted familiarity. And that's what we can do in our jobs is we can get so hampered down by what we're stuck and doing you can sometimes not actually look outside the box to create the solutions and that's what you're that's what you're great at you know i've seen dyslexics in very high roles um all around from pr managers to marketing managers to you know a bit of everything and you know the ones that have succeeded are these people that can mold the system to them they realize they need a pa in a big role that's more admin orientated or they need someone more organized around them to organize them. And they're willing to accept their faults that they can't do that organization at the same level. I couldn't run my business without organizers in it either. Um, so it's very important to think about that. But yeah, there's just some tips I think um, you could start to apply into your own life. Where could you find creative solutions? Where in your job, your role, your business, if you're a business owner, and you find sol solutions to change the system you're working to, not change yourself. Because this is the catch, it's a lot harder to change yourself than it is the system around you. You know, systems are much simpler. It's much simpler for me to move that battery charger to the lounge than it is to change embedded challenges I have in my soul. <laughs> Although I'll continue to try and do that, it takes a lot more work than picking up the system or the environmental change and moving it. So yeah i hope that hope that makes sense i really think this is a valuable podcast i'm going to share it around because i actually think this is this is game changing if you haven't applied this in your life have a fantastic day guys and i'll be back next week with some more awesome podcasts